Yes, sir. We back. Listen, man, welcome back to the podcast. We about to get into it today. Yeah, it's about to be fun. What do niggas really know about Pharrell and the nerds? See, this is this is how I know I was born a little bit before my time, man. Because I, I should have been born in the early 2000s, man. This would have been my shit right here. Alright man, we back man, welcome back to the mother loving Bobcast uh, I got a couple real niggas in the building, of course man, what's up with y'all niggas? Chilling out Max and relaxing all cool <laughs> Word Word What's good with you cuz? Oh my nigga, my nigga's all seen Alright listen so I recently came across this video of this nigga Kevin Hart uh, talking about a time he smoked with Snoop Dogg and Bishop Don Juan. And he said niggas was passing the blunt. And out of nowhere, Bishop put the blunt in his nose and started hitting the blunt out his nose. And he said that shit was regular. Shit was normal. Shit was hilarious, honestly. Shit was hilarious. So it, it had me thinking, right? If y'all could smoke a blunt with, I guess, two people um, of anybody, like any celebrity, anybody dead or alive, who would it be if y'all could roll up, smoke a blunt with two two people anywhere in the world? Not everybody. For me, for yeah. me if I could blow it, you said if you could smoke with any two people in the world? Yeah, any two people in the world, don't matter who. Uh, Okay, I'm not mad at that cipher. That's that's a fire cipher. I want to be there too. Nigga want to smoke with Doctor Sebi though. I think I would. Uh, I think I'll roll up with this nigga. I want to roll up with Obama. Put Obama in the rotation. You and put my nigga. <laughs> put uh Obama in the rotation and put. Uh, I think put Bob Marley in the rotation, man. Put Obama and Bob Marley in the rotation. We can smoke. Right. Right. 
What's up, guys? Hold on, man. What happened, V? Yo, I'm smoking with you, little bro, because I love burning with you. I'm going to throw Bob Marley with Jewel's. Jewel's got that baby. I, I was paused. I was smoked over that baby. That <laughs> That's a good one. Probably. Damn. Dave Chappelle. Damn, I don't even know nobody else. Sweet. Chappelle was enough for me. That's just Chappelle and Mark Morrison. <laughs> I don't know. Now, Mark Morrison, a wild boy. I fuck with the music, but the other shit he treat lost me on. <laughs> Mark Morrison might be smoking something else. Cuz, who you rolling up with, man? A cypher. Don't tell me you, you smoking up with Mike, bro. Don't tell me you about to roll yeah. up with Yeah, I'm smoking with Jackson. I'm smoking with Marley. Then why everybody still in mind, man? Come on, y'all niggas. Who else y'all want? Who else y'all niggas smoking with besides Bob, man? Nah, you started off with Bro, you started off with Snoop and the niggas smoking out his nose. Nobody wants that type of smoke, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the bishop different. The bishop don't live a long time and get a lot of. And I'm sure he smoked nothing but the personals anyway. So if he wanna put that bitch all in his nose while he kicking game to these hoes, let him know what he do. <laughs> Nah, that shit is insane. When he told that story, nigga, that shit was insane. But, yo, I want to play a little uh, clip for y'all. Because recently, Elon Musk, man. Shout out to I fuck with Elon Musk. He's talking about changing uh, Twitter, making another change to Twitter. And he was uh, just talking about a little bit. I want to play a little clip for y'all so he could uh, break this down a little bit more for y'all niggas, man. Essentially, if, if, if done right, uh, X would be with, with certain people's financial needs to such a degree that... Over time, it would become, I don't know, maybe half of the global financial system. Wow. Or some big number. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what the number is, but pretty big. Um, so it, it would be by far the biggest sort of financial institution. But, but like I said, not, not really in the way that people are used to thinking about uh, banks. Mm -hmm. Just um, just the most efficient database for the thing that is money. Um I said, like, least amount of fraud, uh, everything's real time. Um, and if it involves money in any way, it can be dealt with seamlessly on one, one location. So, so this nigga's trying to turn Twitter into a money app and some more shit. He, he's always got big new creative ideas, man. And I feel like, I don't know, um, everybody's upset. He's changing Twitter. Niggas was upset when he limited the tweets. Told y'all niggas, get off the internet, go touch grass. And now he's rebranding Twitter to just X now. Twitter is just about to be called X. Um, let me let me ask y'all something. Do y'all niggas think he's as smart as I guess everybody makes him out to be? Is he is he really that smart for real? Hell no. Speak to it, cuz. Speak to it. I mean, I mean, it's like Elon is like another front man, like Bill Gates. He's just a dude with money. And he has the image of somebody that might be intelligent, but he's really not. 
from some motherfuckers that's behind them doing the actual work. Um, me personally, I don't I don't think this idea is anything near good because it's not going to stop the international uh, global account freeze. So for those that may not know, they're planning on freezing all of our accounts worldwide to prepare us for the uh, for this new system that's uh, you know getting ready to take place uh, with the uh, control currency. So yeah, it's just it's pointless, but. He's gonna make it sound all special and whatnot. Two questions I have for that. So, who's behind Elon Musk? Who's the people that you were saying is behind him? His team. I mean, somebody, somebody like a Elon Musk. He has he has IT experts behind him. He he has he has a a, a collective of people that do the real work behind it. I mean, he's not putting putting together these uh, these uh, softwares and and you know new platforms through websites and all he's not doing that by himself you know he, he has a, a legit team just like you know um bill gates just like steve jobs um it's just like like i said elon is the front man you'll never really see the people who are doing the real work okay and what's the what's the second question you got about that brother besides who's behind him second question was what uh as you know the um the american dollar loses value as the days go on and um you know a lot of places are preparing to be uh, cashless so you know for those that may not have heard it you know they are preparing for a one world order in a cashless society so with that being said you know He's talking about, uh, Elon's talking about making Twitter a money app and all that, but it's like, bro, that's not going to protect uh, the value of what the debt slaves of the world have and what we use to earn, share, spend money. Um, so, honestly, it's just pointless, you know, because we're all going to you know, be subjected to this switch within the system. And, you know, certain people are going to already you know, be prepared so they won't have a crazy reaction. But then there's going to be a lot of people who's going to go fucking crazy because they don't have access to their accounts. No matter uh, what they try to do, uh, who they try to contact, who they try to reach, you just won't have access to your own funds. It's plain and simple. Okay. Uh, Troy, could you speak to this? And it really don't matter to me that the nigga changed Twitter. Everybody trying to make a money app. They are trying to introduce this whole Fed now currency situation. But at this point, we just cross that bridge when we get there. You know, do I think Elon is as smart as they say he is? Of course. The nigga racked up a billy. Like, he didn't start off with a billy. He got a couple billy, the richest man in the world. Of course, he's smarter than the average nigga. They had his IQ out there. But... At the end of the day, what that man do with Twitter ain't gonna make me or break me. Okay, fair enough. All right, move. Personally, I think he's smart. Yeah, I think he's pretty smart too. I think he's pretty smart. All right, so uh, moving on, fellas. So all foster kids in California can now attend any state college for free. Isn't that amazing, man? Shout out to Kali for that. Uh, tax dollars about to go up like a motherfucker. But we finna get them kids in school. 
Now, I want to ask y'all, do y'all think uh, this is a good idea or this could possibly have some type of negative effect? Because everything has a positive and negative effect. I think this is a terrible fucking idea. Speak to it, cuz. Okay, based off my experience in junior college, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be a lot of people from the inner communities in that area that's going to be scammed. Now all of them won't fail. Some will succeed, but there's going to be some. There's going to be some students going to go through some hardships with that because, as you all know, college is all on you. You know what I'm saying? You don't have nobody to tell you to do your homework, and you also don't have anybody to you know put funds towards your materials that you need for class. So now that's going to pretty much uh, help them create a new system uh, to you know bring kids in for them to profit some way somehow and whether the student graduates or not they still retain some type of money because at the end of the day it's all about money um you know it's it, whether whether this be medical school junior college major university you want to spend some bread um and it, I, even even for the ones that have graduated um a lot of people that i know there that have uh, medical school graduates whatever they're still paying off paying off you know their debts uh, as a school so it's just like a, a great big hustle so i mean some people won't support it my whole thing is true education true education is supposed to come from the family you know nobody nobody can instill knowledge uh in one other than their dependent offspring especially if they have some involvement in their life but each his own you said foster kids right and they're going to school for free correct all right, so these niggas ain't got families and they're not going to have to worry about being in debt afterwards because it's for free and they foster kids. I I believe that's how it may work. Yeah, so the whole worrying about debt type shit, I believe it's a good thing. These little niggas that have to part. go to school. They that get to part, try to figure some shit out. Like, ain't nobody taking care of them niggas. Them niggas, and I ain't never been no foster child. I ain't got no, no experience being no foster child, but I can only imagine feeling unwanted and then having to turn 18 and aging out of my foster home and not knowing what I'm going to do next and now these little niggas got the hope of going to any college they want to in their state that shit beautiful I can't be mad at that it can't be no way that I could look at that and be like yeah that's fucked up because they're not about to be in debt because the state paying for it I think it's an all around win uh, I mean even if it is a back door I feel like that back door to it ain't gonna be what's affecting. It ain't gonna affect none of the foster killers. I think all of the foster children are gonna get a fair shake. But I can't see how they could finesse you if they're giving you something free. I don't know what the finesse could be. Maybe the finesse could be for the for the taxpayer dollars or something like that on, on that back end type shit. But as far as on some. Are the the actual foster children gonna get finessed? I don't see how that shit is an all around win. And uh, I definitely know personally they had a hard, a hard time because my homie Cinco, who I just had on my podcast last night, that's his story. He's been a foster child since he was five and shit like that, and he was never afforded them type of opportunities. So I feel like that shit is extremely dope. Yeah, but on the back end of it, I'm thinking about, you know, what, like, prime example, what LeBron did and... I'm not going to get too deep into it. I don't know if anybody's heard and what's been going on with those kids in Akron, but, you know, it just it just reminds me of that. It reminds me of when Oprah built that school in Africa and what happened to those young ladies. 
And now, you know, there's and on and on top of that, these are foster kids. So like Cuz said, they don't have no families or anything. So if these if these children just so happen to come up missing and involved in some of these rings that we know that have been going on for years, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm gonna just leave that. See, there. here's the thing though. Here's the thing. You talking to see the difference is Oprah was building a school, a one specific school for children. So even if you want to be on some conspiracy shit and shit went wrong there, that was one location that they were sending children. Or LeBron, that's one specific location that they were sending children. This is adults being able to go to any college. So it's like, what do, what do they got? Kidnappers set up at every site in, in, in L.A. or California? Like, I don't see how the fucking foster kids getting free college is going to lead to sex trafficking any more than anything else motherfuckers is out here doing. Going to McDonald's, they get you sex trafficking. Okay. All right, uh, well, well, uh, well put, fellas. Y'all, I think y'all um covered that from every angle. I covered that from every angle. All right, so President Biden, uh, he plans to name a new national monument after Emmett Till. So we all know who Emmett Till is. If y'all don't know, he was a black teenager who was murdered in 1955. Uh, so now. Joe Biden is putting up a monument. He's naming a monument. Is this pandering or is this another win? Black people, is this another win? I feel like you can take it how you want to take it. I feel like it's definitely closer to election time. And you know them niggas be trying to, you know, get their people on their sides and shit. But. Good point. Good point, Troy. I can't look at Emmett Till having a statue as a bad thing. I can't sit here and just be like. No matter how which way it got put up, they got uh, Confederate niggas all over the place, standing up all over the place. So the fact that someone who lost his life to an injustice, and those injustices still exist today, like it's still white women lying on niggas today. I got lied on at my job not too long ago by a white woman. And they believed that shit. They ain't questioning it. They, everybody just came down to me and asked me, did I cuss this bitch out? And I'm like, damn, like, ain't nobody even gonna act like really question me y'all looking at me like i did this shit already you feel me so at the end of the day like this shit still happened i feel like he should be remembered i feel like people should talk about what happened to him so if he get a statue i ain't mad at that but you ain't slick joe we know nigga yeah joe biden on his skip bailey shit right now like <laughs> He just, he trying to get the people, he trying to get the culture on his side. And I feel like, yo, listen, we're going to appreciate it and we're going to take it. But you still getting the fuck out of there, Joe. Yeah, man, I'm going to start this off with, um, you know, like a a great, big, hearty, fuck you, Joe, because you're a piece of shit. (laughs) I know all about you. (laughs) You reptilian and a human not the same Joe Biden that was with uh, Obama like, back in the fucking 20s. Your ears had never been congruent with your face. <laughs> to call you fucking Joe. Um, and yeah, you got some nerve, man. This is a very subject. Yo, God. Somebody who was a force and a figure, um, you know, within the culture or demographic of people of color. And then you want to take your fucking liver spotty ass and just fucking <laughs> use this shit to pawn people and reel them in for your fucking vote. Listen, 
Um, you, you guys have they, they fought long enough. It's been about like what two and a half, three years. You cheated Donald Trump out the election. You stole the election from him. Just let him win his second term again and just leave it the fuck alone. Leave us alone. Leave black people shit alone. Just 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 go, bro. Like just take your skin suit off and go back into the damn thistle sphere. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, rest in peace to the real Joe Biden, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Alright, no, we're moving on to sports. We moving on to sports. Alright, so man, uh Chad Ocho Cinco, man, he's selling braid courses to help men save money. Uh he's trying to show y'all how to braid y'all daughters and y'all girls' hair. Uh is this a win or is this a win or a L? It's a W. It's a W. I'm <laughs> Who's gonna push back? Who gonna push back? Nah, cause this right here, now this this is what this is what it's about. This is what it's about. This is this is how you are a force and a figure in everything that you do, like Chad Ochocinco. Um, yeah, this is a win on all spectrums, on all sides. He's gonna help you're gonna help a lot of fathers out. Um and I need them to stop playing around and give him this Hall of Fame spot already. You know what I mean? I mean, every time you turn around, this man is making history. And he's just finding new ways to just just help 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 us. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, if it wasn't for Chad Ochocinco, you know, a lot of brothers wouldn't think of saving their money. I mean, he helped me. You know, so if and whenever the time comes, I'm not going to splurge millions of dollars on jewelry. I'm going to fucking Claire's. Cause it all glistens the same, it shines the same. I'm going to those little fake jewelry stands in the middle of the mall, you know, with a little cutest conium, you know, and get that little jewelry cleaner. I'll be shining for twenty five dollars, you know. Like I said, I got Chad Osocinco to, you know, give a high five to and, and credit to. So yeah, man, shout out to him. He's a, he's a, he's a he's a goat. He's a goat. Agree. Usually on shit like this, this is exactly where I would push back. But it's like, no, I can't even do that for him this time. Nothing out of respect. It. Like, yo, know, you know how expensive it is to be a man. Because not only do you have to take care of yourself, you are instantly looked at to take care of others around you. So it's like, if you can find a way to save you a few dollars, Chad, I'm not fucking mad at it. <laughs> yo, this nigga, yo, you crack me up, brother. You something else, nigga. <laughs> All right, so look, staying in sports, we recently talked about Future, uh, how he was like, man, got it out the field, fuck Russell. And as soon as he said that shit, Russell Wilson has been on uh, a picture spree, posting pictures of him and Lil Future playing football, 
just just getting back at this nigga is is that a good comeback? Is is he winning when he do shit like that? I feel like that's a that's a slap in the mouth. I'm, just, I'm ready to just set the fucking celebrity boxing matchup. Like, I would much rather watch Future and Russell fight over Jake Paul, bro. If we setting all these other nut ass celebrity fights up and shit, niggas just had Blueface in the ring a couple months. If niggas is getting that bullshit off, Future and Russell is selling tickets if the niggas square off, bro. I ain't mad at it. I agree. I agree. Uh, cuz, brother, can y'all speak to this? Yeah, Russell has told you what his life, he needs to chill. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's no secret, I'm, I was never on Russell's side, and at this point, it's just like, bro, like, whatever future chooses to do, whatever malicious, heinous thing he decides to do to him, I'm in full support of it, because one thing you're not going to do, you're not going to take a picture of my baby and repost it and think you're going to troll me, you know, like, you got to fucking die at this point. And um, I, I know, I, I feel like, I feel for future in this situation, um, you know, and uh, yeah, I think he, he needs to get dealt with. He just, he just really needs to get dealt with. Since you want to post pictures off of people's kids and cry over some sloppy second pussy, you just need to deserve to fucking die. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I, you know, I think I want to beat the fuck up. I want to beat him up myself, too. Who would have really known like, Sierra would go from being called a hermaphrodite to being one of the most all-over women in the world? She's actually come full circle. I'm proud of her level. But I feel like the bull Russell need his ass, man. <laughs> you know, like, fucking mustache. And he's trying to change that man's son name. Ever since he yeah. tried to change future son name to Russell Williams, Russell Wilson Jr., he needed his ass with a long time ago. If, if anybody ever catch one of this, put the bug in the air. Future Russell Wilson boxing yeah. Or UFC. UFC. Because Russell ain't got no name. Russell might have tussled that. We will put a no holds bar bare knuckle fight match. Russell in the future. Man, kick that nigga's ass. He looks like a fake ass Dominican. I ain't got no mustache though, cuz. Yeah, he don't. <laughs> nigga, he looked like, look like an Indiana Jones extra. <laughs> Alright, so, uh,. I think I agree with y'all, man. That's kind of crossing the line. But at the same time, that is a good clap back. I'm not going to lie. If you're going to clap back at a nigga, you can't rap. Yeah, I'm going to post a picture with your son playing football. All right, so moving on to music. So we got uh, one of y'all favorite rappers, Kodak Black. I know y'all are all a big fan of Kodak Black. He recently just dropped a song with 6 9 now is he out of pocket for doing a song with him? He even did six nine on his own song called Six Nine a Rap. Six Nine apparently gave him a mil, two mil. Is Kodak Black out of line for what he did? I'm gonna be the first to go. Like, <clears throat> now I mean, even though I consider myself as a villain now, I do have a, a set of a laws and code I live by. 
So, like, my nature is to feel like, yo, you out of pocket, you know, this nigga a rat. You mingle over the rat, you out of fucking pocket. But at the end of the day, I never had two million in my face. So I can't say that I wouldn't have did this song. And the way he did it was clever as hell. Now, I probably wouldn't do the song because money can't change my morals. So I feel like me personally, not, but hell no, man. I guess that nigga got on that track and said what the fuck he wanted. That nigga said, I don't care about him being a snitch. He said, we going in on a verse. We ain't going in on no break. So <laughs> this is, I'm not going to do no dirt with this nut ass nigga. You're going to pay me two million. I'm going to feed my family and I'm going to get the fuck on. So it was like, man. I, he said, I got the rat giving me cheese. <laughs> yeah, like he played with him on yeah. the track too. When I, when I seen the picture of them two together, I said, "Oh!" But then I heard that he got the I got the rat giving me cheese line on his own song. I said, "I I can't be too mad no more." That's a clock chase right there, though. He clock chased the whole verse, nigga. Give me some bars, nigga. Don't do no bars with no rap, nigga. Yeah, his car is done. <laughs> See, like, like Kodak was saying, Kodak in the song, he like, I mean, uh, the nigga 1090 J, like, yeah, Kodak is pretty much defending and explaining himself the whole verse time I got the rat giving me keys and we ain't doing dirt together, we ain't going in on no brick, and it's like, yo, only time niggas get to explain it themselves is when they know they did wrong. He know people is looking at him like, boy, you out of fucking pocket. So, I mean... You having a check already, so it's not like you just changed your, your 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 family's trajectory by getting that extra one million. So I mean, he he you he kind of wild the fuck out. That just goes to show in today's time, morals and principles can be fucked. Everybody has a price. His price was two million. That was a bag too, cause I don't know. <laughs> I might have took that back too. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, yo, it's hard. It's hard to sit up here and just be a, uh, and not be a hypocrite. Like, I genuinely can't say that I wouldn't have, written, especially how clever he got on him. Pop this shit in the drone too. So like, right, we I just can't sit up now. here. We civilians now. We ain't that real. Say, I'm gonna, yo, I'm gonna change my family trajectory right now. <laughs> You give me two million, I'm gonna go buy eight kidneys. Let me play this drum real quick. Did he at least kill his verse? Did he at least, you know what I'm saying, do all right on the verse? No, but he killed me, man. I, I'm mad to see Yak go like that, especially because of the type of shit he rap about and talk about. Like, you were supposed to stand for something in that instance. Uh, well, clearly, clearly uh, people can be brought. Clearly, uh, people can be brought. But staying in music, man, we got some sad news, man. My nigga G Herbo, 
He has to serve five years in prison for fraud, man. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I don't think he did it, though. I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. What y'all think? I don't think he did it either, man. That's my nigga Gilbert, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Gilbert, Gilbert, Herbert, James III. You know, we grew up, man. <laughs> I know you ain't do it, bro. I'm, you, I'm still sticking to my story, bro. You ain't did it, bro. Because <laughs> you stupid as fuck, bro. Nah, that nigga is definitely guilty, bro. He got his bull-legged ass on them jets with them people's credit cards. Nah, chill, chill. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> Yo. Yo, niggas is crazy. Yeah, I don't think he did it, brother. I don't think he did it, man. That he was not on them planes, bowlegged with their credit cards, man. No, nah, man, Herbert would never. He definitely, <laughs> on, yo, I'm gonna go ahead as far as say definitely, like he definitely was on them planes with them He did that shit. All right, but we do got some, we do got some good news though, fellas. Uh, the judge has declared. Y&W Melly murder case a mistrial after the jury was unable to make a unanimous decision. So I do believe a couple weeks ago we did say that nigga was gonna get fried, brother. We did say he was he was fried. He was turkey. Yeah, can, can I ask a question within that question? This is what I would like to ask y'all because it kind of plays to the whole civilian thing like we were talking about. I would pretty much say everybody in here at this point in their life would say they civilian. Because if you, you was a street nigga, you was a villain. I think everybody in this chat is a civilian, correct? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, I'm a civilian. All right, so with that being said, who in, the, who in here feel like if you was on that jury, you would have you picked Melly for guilty? Hell no. Innocent. So, you believe he was, do you believe he was innocent because you want something like, I'm just on Melly's side or... I don't believe in sending a nigga to jail, or you genuinely feel like the evidence and what you know and what you seen points to that man being innocent. Uh, I feel like it ain't enough to prove him guilty, even if you know there is shit. It, it's just a lot of reasonable doubt. There's a lot of reasonable doubt. All right, anybody else? Is everybody of that same opinion? If you was on that jury, you would have voted that man innocent. The nigga looks scary to me. The nigga look like a demon. <laughs> so, just sitting in the drawing, listening, and listening to the music and how the music correlate and everything. But just like Amir said, that little slither of reasonable doubt, you about to send somebody to jail for damn near their life or whatever he was facing. It's, you know what I mean? So it, it takes some thought, but I thought he was going to jail, so... Me speaking on saying I thought he was going to jail, had I been privy to the information that them jurors was in, privy to, I might have thought his ass was guilty, man. And it's because me, I'm looking at it from two angles. Like, it, it, everybody's celebrating. Like, hell yeah, Melly beat it. Melly home, da-da-da. But it's like, yo, we potentially dealing with a nigga who killed his two homies. Like, what type of nigga is that? That ain't the type of nigga I want in my circle. So I'm not saying the bull was guilty, but I'm saying a lot of that shit points to him being guilty. A lot of that shit looks like, yo, 
the, 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 from the, they don't have for great forensic teams like this for nothing. Like, you don't just randomly get those type of jobs. And everything says, like, yo, how the fuck is shell cases in the car if it was a drive-by? How the fuck if it was a drive-by did it show the bodies were shot again once they were dead? Because you bleed when you're alive, but if you shoot a dead body, it won't bleed. So it's like they could tell certain bullets was put into them after they were dead already and all types of shit, right? So it's like, are we really cheering for a nigga who possibly killed his two best friends? And then rapped about it. I mean, brother, you got a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to add to add to what Cuz is saying, because Bullcore and Troy said some valid shit, you know. Um, because I, for one, I didn't want to sound like the, oh, yeah, put that nigga in jail, put that nigga. But if I'm going off for the murder on my mind song, and, you know, like I said, that meeting they had, you know, prior to, you know, the music even getting the how it is, like, it's just mad questionable shit. And then, you know, your facial expressions, your demeanor, and just how you are throughout this whole process is like, it's like, you know, you did it, you know, you're guilty, but you're going to get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Because of who you might have um, behind you or, you know, whatever deity or entity you've given legal right to, you know what I'm saying? Because the shit does happen on a spiritual level too, but um, it's just, it's just, it's a t very touchy situation. And like I said before, when, you know, y'all posted in the group about it being a mistrial, these niggas is going, they going to toy and play around with this shit. You know what I mean? It's, and it's a shame that we got to watch, you know, certain homies fall for this because they just thinking, yeah, I'm going to get the bread, I'm going to get the bread. But niggas can allow you to continue to do your little bullshit on the side and still, you know, make music. And as soon as your ass get, you know what I'm saying, indicted or niggas, you feel me, put you behind that wall. You, your music still gonna be making bread, but you're not gonna be getting none of that bread. It's gonna be the nigga that you had that had you sign their name. It's just like Leo with the YSL niggas. Cause, cause, give me one response with no conspiracy in it. Every response you give it, nigga, got the conspiracy. The 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 people, niggas is lizards. The niggas is sex traffic. Niggas, give me one response just off what you think. I don't want to hear no. I just think they're gonna. I think they're gonna toy with his life, pretty much. Man, it'll be Thank another you. problem. And I love the street vibes, yo. He overprotected, so he ain't never getting caught for nothing. I fuck with you, guys, and I feel you. Give me one response where it's so ain't so extreme, but that nigga on point. I got a lot of niggas like that, so they ain't never getting caught. I fuck with you, guys. <laughs> Troy, what you thinking, bro? You think he just look evil? That's about it. The nigga look like a demon. I think he did it. Just <laughs> like Quill said, if um, who we rooting for? There's a lot of people out here like that. There's a lot of people out here who have committed a crime, and we out here yelling, "Freedom, freedom, free this person, free that person." And they done shot the block up or they done attempted to kill somebody or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? So, but he made it out. So, you know, all we can do now is pray. All right, bet. All right. So, staying in music, right? My nigga Beanie Siegel. Beans, nigga. 
He said he's going to use AI to help it make his next album, right? It's going to bring his vocal tone back to where it originally was. Because, you know, he got shot in 2014. My nigga Beans, he ain't been right ever since. So I want to ask y'all, do y'all think it would be a good idea for him to use AI to get his voice right? Why not, cuz? My nigga Beans definitely does not sound the same. So the AI might work for him. It, it, it might actually work for him. 
Stand stand in music, y'all. We we got some uh, tragic news. So unfortunately, Gilly the Kid's son, Cheese, man, he passed. He was shot in Philly. Uh, really sad news, man. Gilly, you know, he's one of the biggest podcasters in the game right now. And I just think it's really unfortunate. I think it's uh bad timing, especially with his podcast taking off now, him and Walla. But we know how dangerous Philly can be. Philly, uh, niggas is always knocking each other off out there. It's, it's just this is really crazy. So I definitely just wanted to say RP cheese. Um how you fellas? How you fellas feel about it? Talk to me. Yeah, it's real unfortunate, man. You don't never want to see a nigga lose their kid, man. Especially a nigga as happy as Gilly. You know what I mean? Every time you see this nigga, he running around, smiling, doing something crazy, wilding with Wallow. So after losing your child, I don't know if you ever, if we ever going to see that version of Gilly again. Like, you know what I mean? You might look at that nigga eyes and something going to be missing and shit. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's sad. I feel like it's something you never get over, something you never truly bounce back from. So, you know, just... um. Good vibes to that nigga, man. Hopefully, you know, they make it through the other side a little better than it was, you know, day by day, I guess. No, I ain't mad at it, Troy. How y'all feeling, cuz? Brother? Man, that whole shit, this whole shit is ass as hell. I ain't happy about it. I, I'm very much so worried. I'm very much so concerned. And like cuz said, you know... Who is to say that Gilly's going to be the same after this is man has to fucking bury his baby boy? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just disgusting. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just sick of, you know, kind of like seeing people experience this great loss, whether it be a parent losing their child or the child losing a parent. Like, it's just, just fucking disgusting. So, um, of course, I, you know, my condolences are extended to the family and I wish them all the best, but... I just hate that it has to, you know, go down like this and happen to somebody like a, a Gilly and a Wallow because you really are family at the end of the day. And, um, you know, I actually really support, you know, the messages and the, and the gems and everything that they put out there with Million Dollars Worth of Game and, you know, with uh, Wallow's story. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I actually had the pleasure of, of personally meeting Wallow. Um, still to this day, I don't understand what the whole purpose of them inviting him to Boys and Girls Club was for. But <clears throat> he came, you know, he told us a story and I was like, damn. And, you know, just seeing how hard he goes with the shit and just seeing, you know, where he is at and where Gilly is at is it, really inspiring. But I just uh, I just wish him the best, man. I, I really w- wish that this really didn't even happen. Now, brother, did you want to speak to this? I mean, I feel like it's fucked up, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? It's not like that nigga was in his songs rapping like La Russell. Or that nigga was in his songs rapping like a motherfucking... What's the ugly nigga with the wild? This shit look like a wig. He got that show called ATL. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Was Childish Gambino. He wasn't <laughs> rapping like Childish Gambino. Yo, he's... Like, that nigga was out here talking that talk. Now, mind you, not saying that he deserved it. That's not where I'm going with it. Not like that. But what I'm going to say is, you speak that type of energy on yourself. When you out here rapping the ops and drilling this and spin on that and we popping out on shit, when shit pops out on you, you brought that energy your way, bro. 
you'll never hear uh, uh, the conscious nice guy getting caught in shit like this. Like, so I mean, sometimes, bro, you gotta definitely be careful what you putting out into the air, what energy you putting into the universe, because one day that shit may come back on you, whether it's good or bad. No, you're absolutely right, brother. Couldn't have said that shit any better. So, uh, before we close out, um, once again, I do want to say R.I.P. Cheese, man. Uh, Gilly, hold your head, bro. So, last pod, we did talk about my nigga Nas dropping. Did anybody go listen to Nas' album? Or am I the only person that went and listened to Nas' album? Y'all niggas ain't shit, real for real. Yeah, nah, nah, I had to fix my headphones. Yeah, I said about magic too. He got like four drones on there for me. You got like satisfied. Okay. I'm satisfied. Yeah, like four drones I fuck with, so I have no smoke with it. Uh, but still, album of the year is going to East. Even like Leafy shit. Leafy drops to they leaf wall. And that drone is nice. But I'm gonna have to go album of twenty twenty three for me. Best rap album is gonna be Davey. No fucking sir, nigga. You out your fucking mind. I think Nas' album is better than Davey's album so far. And uh, Ray Shremmer, I feel like they had a better rap album. So, alright, give me the hardest song off albums. Fortune, Favors, and uh, The Bold. This shit right here? Man, I don't know. I'm just not feeling... I don't know. I don't know. And Leaf definitely did not deliver, yo. Leaf did not deliver. Nah, I listened to the album two times today. My boy walked down on him. He got some... He got a... He got a couple bangers on there. He got a couple bangers on there. It's not a long album, though. There's only, like, two songs I don't really care for. Other than that, only song I really don't like is um, OT7 Style. <laughs> and, and, and OT7 Style, nah. I wasn't feeling that one. That shit was all right. And Blood Brothers was only okay. Blood Brothers was fucking ass. Yeah. OT7, Blood Brothers and OT7 Style. I'm going to skip them, too. The rest of the, out of what, 12 songs, I'm a rock. So 10 out of 12, I'm going to be out. Hey, listen, that go get active. That go get active is crazy. But nah, that shit is fire. I want to ask y'all, did y'all go listen to Travis Scott's new song? With the weekend and Bad Bunny, no. Hey, you said Travis Scott, the weekend and Bad Bunny. Yeah, all on one song. It's a hell no for me. I don't want to hear Abel or the bull with the broke ribs. <laughs> nah, you ain't right. You ain't right for that. J J Cole dropped with Bass Passport Bros. Did you listen to that? Yeah, I 
I know you ain't listening to that. Nah, you gotta send that to my phone, brother. See, now you're talking to me. And Chris Brown, Todd Dollar Sons dropped a song. How you feeling? That's 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 too much. I'm not the biggest Ty Dollar Sign fan, but what I will say about him, all the best Ty Dollar Sign songs is features. So him on somebody else shit or him with somebody else, he go crazy. Ty Dollar Song, he he don't make good whole songs, but he'll give you a hard ass forty five seconds. Okay. All right, fellas. I want to ask y'all, man. Before we close this thing up. And, then, and once again, it was an amazing pod, man. I really appreciate y'all, man. I got a follow-up, too, before we get out of here. So say what you want to say. I got a follow-up. Listen, I'll start with you, brother, before we get out of here. Talk to me. I want to say, can everybody claim their football team now before the season starts? We have now entered training camp and the uh, preseason games are what, next week? Preseason games are starting in a week, so claim your NFL team now, man. Remember, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it first here on the podcast. The Eagles going back to the Super Bowl. Patriots all day. Y'all fuck with the Eagles, man. Shout out to that bowl that y'all took from us. But I'm a Patriot fan, man. Y'all deserved that win when we was dead, man. We'll be back here. We play, we play y'all the first game of the season for uh, Tom Brady's retirement. And they honoring Tom Brady. We play y'all in New England. We won. Y'all here. I'm going to call it. Y'all going to whip our ass, but we're going to show. We're going to show. Bill ain't going to go out like that. We're going to show up. Amir, do you want to claim get that? Listen, man. Listen, man. I'm so, I'm so New Orleans. You know what it is, nigga. Saints all day, nigga. He a Cowboys fan. Fuck that. Lonnie is a Cowboys fan. Any of Falcons fan too. Any of Falcons fan too. Nigga so confused. Talk to me. Who you want to smoke with? <laughs> I'm not mad at that one. I'm not mad at that. My nigga's a legend. And Dave Chappelle. I'm not mad at that one. Uh, brother, you got anything, Troy? You got anything else you want to share, man? Cuz, anything y'all want to share before we get out of here, man? Man, y'all niggas already know my squad is the real sick. Steel City, 412, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, nigga. Steel is all fucking day, man. Listen, y'all still trying to catch up, so all you need to talk about the ring things, but... Yeah, yeah, man. I wish I had a boo button, nigga. You lucky. Yo, shout out to the Steelers, bro. I'm a Patriot fan. <laughs> y'all niggas every year I never wanna play y'all So when y'all lose I be happy But y'all a good fucking team I just don't never wanna play y'all <laughs> Pause Let me ask y'all this Do y'all feel like these players Are getting out of here Specifically NBA players With demanding these trades now That some of the stars Started doing it now that shit is snowballing. Every year we got a new star demanding a trade in the NBA. No, nah, I'm not mad at it, man. I like seeing the team switch up a lot more. Yo, you know what? You know what? I'm going to be honest. If I can speak first, that 
market fucking up the market because now niggas ain't gonna be getting no stupid max no more because if you think you want to leave in a few years like if a job tell me y'all oh, fuck how many times you late not more than 20 don't do this don't do that um we're gonna pay you this amount and this amount guaranteed i'm in there pause but when you start like yo i'm out of here and get this nigga 12 17 million a year like you know what i mean they're gonna start doing that I think I think they fucking themselves up, and I think they gonna they're gonna have to lose a lot of the freedom in the contracts that they have. They're about to be like how the NFL is. Like in the NFL, you rarely see too many niggas in holding out. Like, there's always a deal to be done because the owners have never relinquished power in the NFL. You know, in the NBA, they have given too much power to the stars, and now any moment. A nigga could sign a fresh five year. Like, nigga, you owe me four more years. I just gave you 250 million. What you mean you want to trade? Me personally, if I was a GM. It's like being with a girl that don't want to be with you no more. You know what I mean? You're married and you got the house. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of forced to deal with it. Word. You kind of just forced to deal with it or you got to be like, nah, I want out. Nigga, divorce. Like, that word. That shit like divorce. Me personally, I'm if I was a GM, I'm calling niggas bluff. I'm paying you forty million a year. GMs ain't like you, nigga. These GMs ain't like you, nigga. From where we from, these niggas. I'm just saying, what you gonna do? You're not gonna spit out a whole season, brother. You're not gonna miss forty million. And the NFL only nigga ever to really sit out that whole season was Le'Veon Bell. And you see, he he didn't get the same money he would have got had he played on the franchise tag. And even like they blackballed him, they blackballed him too for doing that because they said no. Because he just played with the Chiefs and he was ass. He just was ass now. He ain't just they set the tone. They they somebody did something. Somebody gave that nigga a shot in his style where he couldn't maneuver like that no more. These white people different, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the thoughts of the podcast, but a cool agreement though. All right, but. All right, fellas. Uh, like I said, it was another amazing episode. I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, it's the podcast, man. We'll be back. Now I gotta let this rock, hold up though I gotta let this rock